twentieth day of the month. Love your enemies, do good, and lend, expecting nothing in return. Be merciful, just as your Father is merciful. Luke 6, verses 35 through 36. The fifth beatitude, happy the merciful, they shall have mercy shown them. There is an engaging reciprocity about the gospel. Because God is merciful to us, we are to be merciful to others, even to our enemies, without expecting anything in return. Yet the fifth beatitude suggests that those who are merciful will in return receive yet more mercy. Is this a tit-for-tat business arrangement in which God forgives us only as much as we forgive others? Or is it like opening a rolled-up plastic bag? The more we open it, the more we can put into it, and the more we put into it, the more we open it becomes. It's not a matter of tit-for-tat, but rather of making increasingly available a capacity already there in potential. Ponder the potential for mercy God has given you. To what extent have you used it? How might you use it more effectively? To whom do you need to show mercy as a gift so that they may understand more fully God's gracious gift of forgiveness? Opening Prayer God of all mercies, to us you extend forgiveness and help again and again. Spare us from supposing either that your mercy is automatic or that we must earn or deserve it. Confront us with the mystery of your grace, which is beyond all human comprehension. Calls us to be merciful in your name, that those who see us may see beyond us and find you there. Through Christ, your mercy made flesh. Amen. Psalm 145, verses 1 through 9. I lift you high in praise, my God, O my King, and I'll bless your name into eternity. I'll bless you every day. I'll keep it up from now to eternity. God is magnificent. He can never be praised enough. There are no boundaries to his greatness. Generation after generation stands in awe of your work. Each one tells stories of your mighty acts. Your beauty and splendor have everyone talking. I compose songs on your wonders. Your marvelous doings are headline news. I could write a book full of the details of your greatness. The fame of your goodness spreads across the country. Your righteousness is on everyone's lips. God is all mercy and grace, not quick to anger, is rich in love. God is good to one and all. Everything he does is soaked through with grace. From the prophet Isaiah, chapter 9, verses 8 through 17. The Lord sends a message against Jacob, and it falls on Israel, and all the people know it. That is, Ephraim and the inhabitants of Samaria, asserting in pride and arrogance of heart, the bricks have fallen down, but we will rebuild with smooth stones. The sycamores have been cut down, but we will replace them with cedars. Therefore the Lord raises against them adversaries from resin, and spurs their enemies on, the Arameans on the east and the Philistines on the west, and they devour Israel with gaping jaws. In spite of all this, his anger does not turn away, and his hand is still stretched out. Yet the people do not turn back to him who struck them, nor do they seek the Lord of hosts. So the Lord cuts off his head and tail from Israel, both palm branch and bulrush in a single day. The head is the elder and honorable man, and the prophet who teaches falsehood is the tail. For those who guide this people are leading them astray, and those who are guided by them are brought to confusion." 
Therefore, the Lord does not take pleasure in their young men, nor does he have pity on their orphans or their widows. For every one of them is godless and an evildoer, and every mouth is speaking foolishness. In spite of all this, his anger does not turn away, and his hand is still stretched out. From Second Peter chapter 2, verses 1-10a. through 10a. But false prophets also arose among the people, just as there will also be false teachers among you, who will secretly introduce destructive heresies, even denying the master who bought them, bringing swift destruction upon themselves. Many will follow their sensuality, and because of them the way of the truth will be maligned, and in their greed they will exploit you with false words. Their judgment from long ago is not idle, and their destruction is not asleep. For if God did not spare angels when they sinned, but cast them in the hell and committed them to pits of darkness reserved for judgment, and did not spare the ancient world, but preserved Noah, a preacher of righteousness with seven others, when he brought a flood upon the world of the ungodly. And if he condemned the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah to destruction by reducing them to ashes, having made them an example to those who would live ungodly lives thereafter. And if he rescued righteous Lot, oppressed by the sensual conduct of unprincipled men, For by what he saw and heard that righteous man, while living among them, felt his righteous soul tormented day after day by their lawless deeds. Then the Lord knows how to rescue the godly from temptation, and to keep the unrighteous under punishment for the day of judgment, and especially those who indulge the flesh in its corrupt desires and despise authority. From the Gospel according to Mark, chapter 1, verses 1 through 8. The beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, as it is written in Isaiah the prophet, Behold, I send my messenger ahead of you who will prepare your way. The voice of one crying in the wilderness, Make ready the way of the Lord, make his path straight. John the Baptist appeared in the wilderness preaching a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. And all the country of Judea was going out to him, and all the people of Jerusalem, and they were being baptized by him in the Jordan River, confessing their sins. John was clothed with camel's hair, and wore a leather belt around his waist, and his diet was locust and wild honey, and was preaching and saying, After me, one who is coming, who is mightier than I, and I am not fit to stoop down and untie the thong of his sandals. I baptize you with water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. These are the readings of the words of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Wednesday's Prayer In the middle of this week, good Lord, assure me again of your presence in the midst of life. Renew my strength and determination to do your will on earth, even as it is done in heaven. Save me from self-contentment, from a vision that is too narrow. Enable me to reach beyond my parish into my community, beyond my community into every corner of your anguished world. Help me to see even beyond this world into the vast expanse of your universe, created as a sign of your extraordinary love and of your enduring power. This I ask through Christ, through whom all things were made, in whom all things hold together. Amen. From the Methodist Handbook of Prayer for 2023, written by Gwen Bamford. O God, I look for you now, knowing you always look out for me. You soothe away my stresses, pour healing on my tired body. 
You opened my eyes to the beauty of all you created and give to us. From fear and guilt, release me, for darkness is as light to you. My soul reaches out to you. You are acquainted with all my ways. You knew me in my mother's womb. I am fearfully and wonderfully made by your hand. O God, my hidden treasure, you work through the hands of all who open their hearts and let you in. Work in us, we pray, to spread our treasure, your love, like jewels of your glory, three in one and one in three. Amen. The Lord's Prayer, Traditional Text Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen.